Yay! It works. <laughs> you know, this is this is my um my second time actually having a guest, and I was trying to think to myself, wait a minute, how did I do it the first time? <laughs> did she join pot? Did she have an anchor app? I was like going back in my mind, like how did I do this? Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, how's your morning going? My morning is going well. I just wrapped up a um a mindfulness session with a with a corporate client that I have. Mm-hmm. And then um had a good breakfast, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was the breakfast? What did you have for breakfast? I had a fruit and vegetable smoothie. Uh-huh. It was a handful of greens like Swiss chard, spinach, yeah. All those things. Mm-hmm. And then um pineapple, banana, and peaches. Oh. Okay. So is it a... yeah. Okay. So is the the was it chard or chard? Cuz I never I, I say chard. But oh I no, I I don't know which one you said. I didn't know which one you said chard or chard, but it doesn't have like a bitter taste. Not not really. Okay. It's not as bitter as like an arugula, for instance. Got it. It's yeah. a much. It's a little bit softer than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get started. Yeah. Um, first of all, super happy that um, you had the time to have this discussion with me because yeah. it's um, it's just when I read the post and I'll I'll share in a minute with um, with the listeners, but. Um, when I read your post, it like brought up so many like aha moments. Mm-hmm. When you said, you mentioned, you said, I'm kind of paraphrasing the post, but you were sharing how, is it that black women are strong and resilient mm-hmm. um, because of like, you know, we get praise, we get compliment. Wow, you're so strong, you're so resilient. But is it that we are strong and resilient because we have to be? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And so, so many like light bulbs begin like popping up in my mind. And of course, I took it really just um, my own personal experience. And I always go to the root and I think about just my understanding and perception of how I view the world and what I was taught mm-hmm. as a little girl. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's, it's very interesting because it was like two extremities. It was one side was, you know, be independent and don't rely on no man to ever mm-hmm. take advantage of you. So I found myself like, okay. And so I never like, as a little girl, it was like, I never like fully allowed myself to ask for help mm-hmm. and because it was like, okay, like, they're going to take advantage of me. So I have to like, you know, this, this fear just Mm. like rolls up in me ever since, you know, uh, growing up as a, as a little girl. Mm -hmm. And so I never, you know, asked for help. I was always like independent, but also in independent, like an overdrive, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so then there was the other side of, Oh, well, when you get a man hide in a sense of be quiet, be this way, dress mm, this way, mm. because men like this and do this. And and so, Joy, when I tell you, confused. I was con- <laughs> confused, yeah. okay, two, two extremities. And here it is. 
I have my true self talking to me like something ain't right about this identity here. Like something is not clicking. Mm. And then also the, just the, I think it also goes to just the, the, the religious, um, my religious beliefs and upbringing was, was, was sort of in that same, um, sort of that same uh, uh, level of beliefs in the sense of God is not pleased with you. If Mm -hmm. you are this, God is not, you know, and so, yes, there was a lot of um, unlearning that Mm -hmm. and making, (laughs) making new grooves um, within myself. Mm. And I just became just in me unlearning a lot of things, Joy. I just really have so much empathy and compassion for black women because I see it. I see it in us. I see them the heavy defense. Mm-hmm. I see the, I see a lot of suppression. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the overall, the, um, the overall word that I'm thinking when I, when I think of the black women being resilient and strong, I think of suppression. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the word that, wow. that sticks out to me. Wow. Suppression. So I also believe that there is hope and light and in 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 the shifting in in all of that energy because i do believe we are unlearning and unwrapping a lot of the stuff that our ancestors Mm -hmm. um, went through so we're still carrying that Mm -hmm. that energy that Mm -hmm. you know still carrying that so yeah but what what i know to be true in my own life is that it was difficult I ain't gonna lie. It was difficult to unlearn, but it is possible sure. to unravel, sure. to unravel that, to unravel that stuff because I've lived and experienced, um, and experienced through it. Mm-hmm. But just in like sharing, sharing this with you, um, I've also learned as well that I had to create that truth and acceptance within myself. Mm-hmm. Like there was this inner inner wisdom within myself or inner healer within myself that was like okay let's unravel this let's let's get therapy you know Mm -hmm. let's 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 meditate let's go out in nature let's Mm -hmm. cry you know let's Mm -hmm. do these things yeah 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 yeah, yeah. to like unravel this to unravel these things and I realized that I had to do that for myself Mm -hmm. in order to heal the collective yes 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 yeah yes you have said so many things my goodness i know i know what what really sort of how i'm conceptualizing and sort of synthesizing everything that you've just said is like especially when it comes back to this concept of this suppression Mm -hmm. right when you think about all these messages you were getting about how you were supposed to be and what was acceptable and what would be rewarded and versus what would be rejected (laughs) and all these different things and the suppression what immediately resonated for me when you said that is like really what you were suppressing is your true self yes right and so what i hear you saying is the healing and even you use the word like you had to create it and i'm wondering if it's not necessarily creating as much as it was allowing right like allowing the truth to rise up and to lean into it and to trust it and to choose it and to allow it to lead you, guide you, feel you, lift you, cover you, this truth yes. that I had been inherently and 
um, intuitively within you, mm-hmm. but that have been buried under other people's mm-hmm. stories, expectations, mm-hmm. yeah. ways of being, mm-hmm. rules for how yes. life goes. Yes. And and to your point about the ancestors, recognizing that it makes all the sense in the world that they created these rules, given yeah. the yeah. circumstances they were being asked to, or really forced, not even asked, they were being forced to live in. So to create certain rules to survive. Yes. Right? And so it's not even about blaming them. A lot of times, like we talk about healing ancestral wounds and healing Mm -hmm. intergenerational wounds. And sometimes people hear that as like pointing the finger and blaming our parents and blaming. And it's like, no, that's not, it's not blaming. It's acknowledging where this story starts for me. Even if I can look at their story and their circumstances and say, I get it. I get Mm -hmm. why Mm -hmm. you chose that. I get why you thought that. I get why you perpetuated that. I get it. But for me today in this world, in my life, it -hmm. doesn't work. It doesn't serve me. I'm not choosing it. I'm releasing it. And so if that looks like therapy, if that looks like tears, if that looks Mm -hmm. like being in nature, if that looks like... Mm -hmm. You know, choosing a mm-hmm. path that you don't necessarily agree or align with. Mm-hmm. I need to do that. And it's not yes. about anything other than allowing this truth that has been within me all along, but buried mm-hmm. under all those other things yes. to rise up yes. and be the light that I follow when I am on this journey when I am oh. engaging with others whether that's in my romantic relationships or even just mm-hmm. in my own understanding of myself and how I get to yes. move through the world oh my god yeah that is so everything you said something um so powerful that kind of keeps sticking out to me in the word is choice mm-hmm. Ch- choosing mm-hmm. and for me joy it took a minute for it. I was choosing my power but it I there was still this part of me that was afraid to choose it so I was like kind of like knowing that I was choosing it but still kind of like straddling the fence of like standing on the on the on the sidelines sort of waiting for something outside to tell me Mm. um waiting for some you know someone to tell me like okay keep going you're doing a good job Mm. and it was just like I still had my my inner being saying you don't need it mm-hmm. you don't need it you don't need permission don't need from someone else yes yeah, yeah. and so it just it speaks so much um so much vo- so many volumes on on that just to choose mm-hmm. to choose yourself and just make that choice and that you have the power to choose and yeah it, it's yeah it's, it goes back to at the same time like taking back um really who you are Mm -hmm. taking back who you are because I've given it away thinking that I had to give it away um but it's like choosing myself is choosing my own power and that I am the one that is giving myself that permission to do that right and also it's like thinking that you have to give it away but also being convinced that it's better to give it away. Explain that. Because, so I think about how we speak to 
and handle our children, right? Which is mm-hmm. where we mm-hmm. begin mm-hmm. to learn these lessons and we hear right. these messages and these seeds are planted when we're young right. and impressionable. And um, in a lot of regards, if not most or all regards, dependent, right, on our parents yeah. and the and the other mm-hmm. people in our lives for mm-hmm. <laughs> for everything that we need to survive, right? Like Right, right, right. In most in most cases. And so the ways in which we view children in our society, right, in our culture, mm-hmm. which is that they don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Right? right? Like, oh you don't know no better, you just a kid. Yeah. 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 And so you in those moments as a child, when you're being given these lessons and your parents or people in your life, older people, teachers, mentors, coaches, whoever these these adult authorities okay. are, whoever these adult authorities are in your life are teaching you these things and they're teaching you with good intention, right? Mm-hmm. And they're teaching you as if you don't know any better because they believe that kids don't know no better. Yeah. And so you think, well, it's best if I let them decide. Right. And if you don't at some point pivot and decide, okay, that's no longer true, where maybe it was best when I was five to let them decide on some level, it's no longer appropriate at 15, 25, Mm -hmm. 35, 45, 55, 65, 75, Mm -hmm. whenever. Right. It's no longer Mm -hmm. appropriate. It's no longer necessary. If you don't consciously choose to pivot at some point, then you still go on continuing to believe not only that you have to give your power away, but that it is best that you do so. That someone outside of you knows better than you what's best for you. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I'm really working to dismantle that more mm-hmm. consciously, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. view children as small people because yes. that's what they are, you know? Yes. I mean? And they are yes. born, they come here with an intuitive sense yes. about what they need, which is yes. why they can sort of decide, okay, I'm ready to roll over. I'm ready to hold myself up. Right. I'm ready to stand right. up. I'm ready yeah. to. You know, they intuitively intuitively decide when they're ready to evolve through the stages of development. That's so And so if they can do that, then we Mm. have to trust that on some level they have their own divine connection to Mm -hmm. great source that's leading and guiding them. They do. They do. That maybe they can't express in the same ways that we would or in ways Mm -hmm. that we even understand, but Mm -hmm. doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And it doesn't mean that we get to as adults override that sense that they have without checking in with them like hey yes i know that you know something too you came Mm -hmm. here right god created Mm -hmm. you god Mm -hmm. knit you together in the womb god gave you a purpose before you were here and i don't get to override that because i perceive that because i've been here on the earth in this body (laughs) for a little bit longer that I know for better than what God has given you as your own divine intuitive connection to, to source. Like, right. You know what I mean? And so that's a, that's a, that's a thin line because of course, as adults, particularly as parents, we're entrusted with the duty and responsibility of being a steward over the soul until they can Mm -hmm. sort of take over Mm -hmm. on their own and in all these ways. But it's like, where do I draw that line? And that's right. where it's important. The language yeah. of stewardship versus you are my child. No, yes. you are God's child. Yes. I am a vessel who brought you earthside exactly. and I am entrusted with guiding you, but yeah. I, you don't belong to me. You are right. your own. 
Yes. Right. That is, and understanding oh that. And so if I don't treat you like I own you because you are my quote unquote child, mm-hmm. then I, I maybe can not wrestle so much with the, letting you in fact, be your own person, your own yes. self and oh. developing that earlier in life, this sense mm-hmm. of self mm-hmm. that is really mm-hmm. defined by your personal experience of what it's like to be here on the earth. Yes. I don't, I can't like, have authority over that right right that speaks so much um trust that speaks so much freedom Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so much allowing there is Mm -hmm. just so much power in that um Mm -hmm. and it really allows them to have the freedom to trust their own self Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to give them that that space to say yes like go Mm-hmm. Tr- trust that trust mm-hmm. that and however you land you will you will be okay wherever mm-hmm. you land because you are safe you are that mm-hmm. speaks so it just it goes it's like a rabbit hole it speaks so much mm-hmm. um so much freedom and clarity and mm-hmm. thought and, and joy amazing <laughs> yeah so uh, that's, what, that's what i mean yeah. when i say like we have learned early on that it's better to give over our power, not just even our power, mm-hmm. our authority to choose. That's so good. Yeah. Right. And we've learned early on that it's yeah. better to give that over to someone else. And that just mm-hmm. gets perpetuated. And particularly right. when we talk about women, going back to the original post that you were referencing, yeah. particularly when we talk about women, mm-hmm. that is demonstrated and reflected to us throughout the various stages of our lives mm-hmm. in that. When you look at, you know, you go from being a child where you're taught that somebody mm-hmm. knows better than, than you what's best right. for you right. and you evolve, you grow, become an adult. And even in the concept and the construct of marriage, when you go again, going back mm-hmm. to what you were saying about yeah. you be like this and men want that right. or whatever it means to be a good right. wife, quote unquote, yeah. all of that. It goes literally from, okay, you grow up, you're a kid, and your parents and your father particularly knows what's best for you. And then you go from your father's care into your yeah. husband's care. And that's, yeah. and then he knows what's best for you. Right. And then, and it's like, well, what, at what, what? point am I me? Right. right. At what point do I oh have a say God. in who I am and what I'm creating and what I have and what's possible yes. and what's available and what I will do in the world? Like, yes. it's this really strange mm-hmm sort of dynamic and then mm-hmm. you throw in the race piece as yes. black women yeah. and we become like I don't know subordinate to the second power when it comes yeah. to like having yeah. any say so in yes. what we want what we need and then we mm-hmm. become conditioned to celebrate this mm-hmm. concept mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. putting oh other gosh. people first yes. and being the nurturer and being the quote yes. unquote big mama of the family mm-hmm. which I'm not saying any of these things are inherently bad right. Right. What I'm saying is when we don't feel like we have a choice to be anything other than that and when being those things and showing up in those ways is detrimental to our health, Mm -hmm. because oftentimes we do put our own stuff on the back burner to to tend to others until Mm -hmm. until we can't do that anymore because now our health is calling us. We have to tend to it. We have to do go to the hospital. We have Mm -hmm. to take the meds. Mm -hmm. We have to Mm -hmm. get the Mm -hmm. surgery. We have to right like all of those things. It's like, it's not bad to be a nurturer. It's not bad to care for others. It's not bad to serve and support and show up. It is bad, quote unquote, when that means your soul misses out on what it is 
because you yes. haven't taken the time to tap in and say, okay, yeah, what does joy need? What does Kenny yes. need? What, what do I need mm-hmm. in this moment so that I can show up and offer you yes. not just what's left of me, the crumbs, right. but the actual best of me. Like I'm yes. showing up as my best self so that I can see, serve, support, and celebrate you yes. in the fullness yes. of this experience and not like some decrepit fraction <laughs> of right. like I'm doing the best I can because I'm burnt right. out. You know, right. kind of thing. So Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. When you said something um, earlier when you were uh, talking, immediately, I immediately thought about, um, um, oh, you were talking about how when you are in the care of your father and then mm. the mentality of now you're in the care of your husband. Mm-hmm. And that was just what my what my parents taught me. And I always was like, that don't sound right. Like just like, but when am I, when do Ooh, I get to choose? Right. I was attending a um, a community college at the time and I was in love and I was telling my dad that I was considering going to Clark University. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't know if it was, I had, I don't know if I had already received the acceptance letter before I talked to my dad or it was afterwards. But anyway, I was considering it, just considering it, it wasn't mm-hmm. like, I wasn't set on it. It was just something that I was considered venturing out to. Mm-hmm. So my dad says, um, no, you know, you don't want to do that. And so I was like, why not? He's like, you're going to make, you know, the man that you love lose interest. And I was just like, oh. Oh. like total, like total damper on my spirit. Total, oh, like, man. I was just like, so like, what? Like, not angry, but just shocked. Mm. Not, not, and you're just shocked, like how limiting your my dad's understanding of life was just how Mm. and just it it was more of like that like wow dad like your understanding of protection for me is really based out of your limiting beliefs through you know whatever you experience Mm -hmm. and your understanding of that was what you thought was best for me like to that to be with the man was my prize or to be mm. with my man was like, mm. mm-hmm. you can't navigate through that without a man. And I was just joy. I was just as like, if you were not about to go to college and see all the men. <laughs> like, I mean, if that's, the, if that's the thing, right? Like if that's the thing, if the, if the thing is we want you to ultimately have a man, like, which right. feels even saying it right now feels like cringe, cringe. Okay. But if that's the thing, um I'm going to call like if he doesn't work right it's not like I'm going to the no man's land literally no man's land right like it's not like I'm going to a place where there's actually no men and I can't meet someone else and continue to have the opportunity and option to create a life like what is happening right now what is happening and that and you know how many people get into that pattern though of like yes. getting in a relationship feeling like they found what they would call a yes. quote-unquote good one and then oh my god being like gotta hold on tight yeah joy you know, and I'm not, I'm not gonna leave this like this is my like- one shot my one shot <laughs> at having a partner it's wild it is wild yes joy is so like my mind was so perplexed like i didn't i had like i said i was struggling with my inner voice and yeah. at the same time, 
believing like okay well my dad's been on the earth longer than i have yes, my god yes. he must know more he like okay and that's and going like, again where it feels better to give away the power right in yes. this moment it feels better like a better yes. option than to to listen to my dad who's been here than it does yes. for me to lean into what i'm feeling which feels right. like that's going to be a strong and solid and swift no i'm going to right. college right right instead of leaning into that like I'm gonna lean into well my dad maybe knows better because he's been here longer and whatever that means to us right about right. like why they then yes. should be making our, our decisions about our lives yes and so I was like inflicting that belief off into my relationship and I was just like like this doesn't feel right just yeah. still like in question like this doesn't feel right so that was another thing you know just another layer that I had to Forgive, release, yeah. learn, be, you know, understanding that that was just my dad's own wounds, his experiences, his, you know, that created that Yeah, the narrative when he, his yeah. generation growing up, that was Absolutely. part of it. And part of it was because I don't know how old your father is, but like, yeah. you know, maybe there weren't a whole lot of opportunities for women back then. Right. And, it, and the best option was to find a partner who was going right. to care for you because right. of that. And so it wasn't about necessarily an attempt to limit you as much as he just wasn't aware of what actually right. was possible and available yeah. in the time right and, yeah. and yeah. even when you spoke earlier about like how painful and difficult it can be to unlearn those things yeah I'm thinking specifically about this story and how I'm wondering if what came up for me is how much of the pain and difficulty is less about le- learning to trust ourselves and leaning mm. into that voice mm. and more about the wrestling with the feelings of like I'm betraying someone mm-hmm. whom I love and who loves yeah. me yeah. and for whom our relationship has so much been defined by me sort of handing over my authority to choose to them yeah. that when yeah. I take that back it feels like <laughs> disloyalty or betrayal yeah. oh, or definitely. even dishonoring right and that's yeah. really the pain and the struggle yeah. of choosing yourself it's, oh yeah because choosing yourself actually feels quite good and it feels beautiful and it feels liberating and it feels all those things but but the other part is the sort of redefining or reframing that I'm not in choosing myself denying you yeah I'm just saying that this dynamic of how we had been interacting and engaging no longer serves me I still love Mm -hmm. you the person it's just these choices and behaviors that I have inherited from you are what I am sort of leaving behind. And that can feel hard if you're not able to separate the choices, behaviors, and interactions from the actual person and the way in which you feel about them and the way in which you believe they feel about you. Because even if you can say like, ooh, you made some choices that were not so great, I still believe you love me. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I don't have to sort of conflate the two, right? Like our relationship doesn't have to shift and change because I am no longer choosing the right. things that you gave me or the ideas, right. the beliefs, the stories that you gave yes. me. And I think yes. that is part of the pain and difficulty of really sort of releasing and shedding and unlearning mm-hmm. some of those behaviors and experiences is the, yeah. is the like how it becomes so inherently intrinsically attached to the person who gave us mm-hmm. those things mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. that, that thing. So, yeah. I love it, Joy. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I know it's such a liberating, liberating work. It's such a beautiful work. It's also, yeah. Um, it can be also kind of a lonely work. Oh my god, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that come, was the, yeah, yeah, we come to these revelations sort of in our own time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. maybe the people we are surrounded by don't quite get mm-hmm. it so we can't always have conversations and yeah. we want to process this mm-hmm. but with whom can I process this with whom do I feel safe yeah. with whom right. do I feel like it's appropriate right. with whom do I feel like it would be helpful yeah both for me and for them to process mm-hmm. it you know and then mm-hmm. and then that hence why you spoke about then finding a therapist and going to therapy yeah. because yeah welcome to it you know what yeah. I mean because now yeah. that's what these spaces are created for a therapist mm-hmm. and the therapy context is created for that very thing when you mm-hmm. need an objective listener when you need a safe yeah. space when you need yeah. some some informed guidance all yeah. of those things yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> and you played such a huge role yeah. in that of yeah. my journey so that I'm so grateful for but yeah. yes joy that's 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 a wrap okay <laughs> <laughs> I will say I would if, if we're if we're gonna sort of wrap it up. I would like yeah, to yeah. offer this just as like yeah, a yeah. something to sit with and maybe carry forward as you yeah. have listened to this episode and and maybe we'll journal and reflect and meditate whatever you'll do with this with this information is consider um, and again this is referencing back to the post that you were speaking about earlier. Mm-hmm you know, that we are resilient, not because we necessarily want to be, but because we have to be. Yeah. And so when life is calling us to continue to show up in times mm-hmm. that are difficult or painful or overwhelming, mm-hmm. what does that resilience look like for you? Because I do believe that resilience is necessary. It is how we have yeah. survived yeah. through the generations. Oh, yeah. And even in our own personal mm-hmm. experiences, resilience oh, yeah. is how we have bounced back and continue to thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I also believe that there is a line, right, mm-hmm. where yeah. resilience um, is no longer supportive and it becomes depleting and detrimental. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. there's an opportunity for us to decide for ourselves and as individuals and as the collective, what is the line that I am willing to approach How far Mm -hmm. am I willing to go? How long am I willing to endure before Mm -hmm. I decide this is not going to ever consider me and my needs. And so I have Mm -hmm. to do that. This person, this relationship, this job, Mm -hmm. this circumstance, Mm -hmm. this place. Right. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. a lot about my own personal journey and arriving Mm -hmm. at a place where um, just to be quite honest, I'm like, America is not it for me. Like, I can't do this anymore. It doesn't serve me to continue to be here in a fight that I don't perceive myself to Mm -hmm. ever be able to win. How Mm -hmm. long am I going to choose to be on this battlefield before I decide and before I recognize that I don't have to? There are other options. I don't have to keep wrestling with the beast of racism, oppression, and all the things, right? When there are so many other beautiful lands in the world where unfortunately, you know, colonization has taken place and that's just what it is. But that Mm -hmm. the the way that the people choose to live and commune with each other and live and commune Mm -hmm. with the earth Mm -hmm. um, aligns more deeply with my values. And I'm like, I don't have to continue to endure this. I don't have to stay here. This is not a like... so my point is that resilience yes it serves us yes it's necessary yes it is one of the ingredients 
for thriving. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. though, another ingredient is discernment. Yeah. And Ooh. how <laughs> can I discern how far, how long I'm willing yeah. to go um, and how much I'm willing to endure before mm-hmm. I choose differently? And that yeah. choosing differently doesn't mean giving up, backing yeah. down, being weak. Yeah being inadequate failing it simply means I recognize that there are other options and I am going to choose an alignment with what serves my soul yes and so when you think about this process of resilience and understanding the role that it has played in your life up until now and how you want to choose to move forward in in resilience Mm -hmm. um, give yourself permission to acknowledge that Often there are choices that we haven't always made ourselves available to. Yeah. And that we we can zoom out, explore, and pivot without that being a mark against us because we are not necessarily destined mm-hmm. to take all that is given to us. Yeah. And again, that yeah. I think especially applies to black women. Like we yes. don't have to take it. And it's not a badge of honor to yeah. be able to um how much can I take? Ooh. How much abuse can I take? How much whatever. Like it's not a badge yeah. of honor to it's be not. able to ride and die with somebody it's who is the not. one killing you. Like, Can, right how about i don't want to ride and die I Can i ride and live ride or die yes. and, and i'm riding and dying with the person who's actually right. killing me like what is happening yes or the thing oh, or the situation that's actually killing me like that yeah doesn't have to be the case yes um, and i'm not and oh. i say it doesn't have to be because i don't want to tell you what to choose because some people no. will choose to ride and die right. with this country right. with this relationship with this job right. with this whatever yeah and that's on you right you get right. to do that right. but you get to, to know that. that you don't have to do that is yes. what i'm really inviting people to explore and and be with and what does it mm-hmm. look like where is your limit where is your boundary where is your cutoff mm-hmm. when do you say enough is enough i'm choosing mm-hmm. myself because I can. Yes. Yeah. So that's beautiful. To explore that. That is so beautiful. Did you have the conversation with me last night? I think you did. (laughs) We were in the car and I was talking to you and that's what we were talking about. Okay. That's what happened. Look look at that. Well, Joy, as always, it's such a pleasure talking with you. Yes. And um, did you want to let people know how they can reach you? Sure. Yes. You can find me. I'm most active on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can find me at Joy Hearts, J-O-I-H-E-A-R-T-S. I also offer clarity coaching for individuals, couples, corporations and nonprofits. So I may be reached on my website. You can contact me if you're interested in those services. And my website yeah. is www.joykmadison.com. That's J-O-I-K Madison.com. And explore what I have to offer there and shoot me a little note if you are ready mm-hmm. to get this work. Yes. 
I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and she's amazing because I've had personal yes. um, therapy with her yes. and she is quite amazing. Thank Helped you so much. I appreciate things. you, oh, Cami. Yeah. Always, absolutely. always absolutely. pouring into me. I thank you so much. Oh, likewise. I appreciate you too. Yeah. All righty, my lady. Well, thank you. <laughs> and I will talk to you later. Okay. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye.